when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello, Bob. All right, Andrew, it's, it's the first ever episode of Athletico Parsnips. It is. So what's that all about? I haven't really got a clue. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll just sort of like talk about stuff and that. We've had some questions that have come in from uh, subscribers Fuck that, that we're going to address. Fuck, let's talk about parsnips. Yeah, all right then, fair enough. 75 calories per parsnip. Right. High in potassium. Yeah. Good source of insoluble fibre. Right. Which is very good for your heart. Gets yep. rid of um, bad cholesterol. Right. The longest ever... Guess, longest ever parsnip. Uh, nine feet. 18 foot, six inches. Hell's bells. Exactly, that's what they called it. <laughs> Heaviest ever parsnip um, in pounds and ounces. Um, I'm going off that long one, I reckon, half a ton. Oh, fuck off. 17 pounds, three ounces. Right. Listen up if you're thinking of growing parsnips, right? The leaves and stems are toxic. Highly toxic after handling them if you expose them to sunlight. Mm -hmm. And the blisters and welts can last for up to two years. Mm. So if you're thinking of um, lobbing a parsnip crop into your backyard, yeah. be careful, wear gloves. Well, yeah. I'm going to continue, Andrew. See, I'm fucking... More I'm, parsnip stuff, because I've got a memory man for your regarding parsnips. Go on, hit me with it. And, but it kind of covers what you've just said. Oh, but shit. I'll give you anywhere. Do you remember, memory man, the name of the student who suffered second degree chemical burns after falling onto a wild parsnip plant in the US state of Vermont in July 2018. Uh, that's the, the American one. American. American one. Yes, yes I do. There it is, memory man. Let's have a root veg quiz. Oh, I'd love to. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're searching for an identity for Athletico parsnips. It, it, at the minute, it looks like it's going to be 100% parsnip. But if we start in the soil, you know, it can grow, can't it? Good thinking. I like it. All right. Let's get in the soil. It's called onions. Kappa, kappa. Give me just a little more time. Carrots. Barbara, my head's stuck. Pop. <laughs> Boing. Oh, yeah. Beetroot. Whack, whack. Oops, turnips. <laughs> hey. All right. Yeah. It's quite simple. Yeah. Per kilo. Right. Most expensive to least expensive. Or the other way around. Onions, carrots, beetroot, turnip. Beetroot first. What you mean? Most, most expensive. Okay. Then. I'm going to say onions. Yeah. Then turnip, then carrot. Unlucky, Andrew. Oh, for fuck's sake. Most expensive at £2 a kilo, the turnip. What? Yep. Second, beetroot at £1.50. Then onions at 90p a kilo. Cheapest of them all, the carrot at 20 pence a kilo. So I was sort of right. No, about you were. some of it. Yeah, but you're not right, Andrew. Now, listen up. Right, okay. I went round Peter's. Oh, I. And I can't eat talk about it. 
<laughs> right. Why? But I can't talk well, about why? it. I've just agreed with Peter that I won't, but he's going to allow me to use this extract of an interview right. I did with him, yeah. um, asking some of the uh, questions that we got on Twitter. Oh, yeah, from oh. the... Um... So I'll just start the tape, Andrew. Right. Okay. Click. Click. So, um, Peter, um, one of our uh, um, listeners has asked, what are your favourite things to stare at? Uh, oh. Well, first off, mate, I prefer to always stare at things through glass, e.g. bedroom window, shop window or bus uh, shelter glass. My uh, best ever stare through my bedroom window is the time that I uh, saw a boost wrapper stuck in the Albanian uh, fella next door's rosebush. I got a good couple of hours after that, and uh, it's a very strong and happy memory. My uh, best window stare that I remember, Bob, was at a mouse playing in its cage at a pet shop on the Wheatdale Park. It would occasionally do a dropping, and each time it did, I would clap and ring the little bell on my key ring. Best bus shelter <laughs> stare was at a sunny day packet stuck in a hedge with the straw at a pleasant like angle to the carton. I imagined that it was, you know, like a ship's gun placed there by the birds to protect their nest. But my favourite overall stare, though, is when I look at my wife's face uh, and uh, with, with a nice runny, very runny stream of egg yolk running down her chin and I know that I've done her poaches just right. These poaches are as runny as fuck. You're a good lad, Peter. She will say, um, I'm so happy then. So I would recommend staring uh, to everyone, especially if your marriage is going through a dreary period. <laughs> it can be very, very refreshing. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Peter. So what is your your perfect chicken wrap? Someone one of our listeners asked. Oh, no, see, you're <laughs> I love a chicken wrap, me. Uh, the wrap itself should be soft and very forgiving, like a pancake that's fallen asleep, you know. The lettuce should be crispy, crunch, crunch, crisp, and a little bit chilly, you know. The chicken must be a lovely, lumpy, chunky, lumpy, lumpy, fucking chunky, and should have them lines on it that make it look like it's being cooked on a barbecue, you know. I don't go uh, for tomatoes and sauces, and that's far too ornamental like for my liking. And uh, uh, let me tell you, a wrap is always best enjoyed while you're having a good old stare, e.g. at a parked vehicle. Well, thank you, Peter. Um, what do you think, uh, listeners asked, is causing the knocking sound in your loft at night? Oh, I'm pretty convinced like, that it's the Albanian fella next door, like, you know, getting into the uh, skylight and wandering around like a midnight creeper. I'm going to get the uh, CTV CT camera installed, <laughs> you know, and uh, catch a bastard out of there. I think he might be 
stealing uh, my insulation piece by piece, you know, to use it as soundproofing for the machine he bought off a Norfolk farmer later. Apparently it can plant under his spuds for a minute. <laughs> I, it, it could just be a loft dog, like, you know, but my wife says loft dogs are active <laughs> during the day mainly, so I'm keeping that theory on the back burner. Have you uh, ever considered... Uh, like an alternative to the puffer puffer jacket, Peter. I think you used to have a brown leather bomber jacket, you know, with an elasticated waistband and cuffs. It was a very serviceable unit, you know, with good zip and a concealed pocket and that, and a lot of the business with a pair of grey lined slacks and a nice pointy shoe. But uh, unfortunately, the wife carved a crucifix on it when she was going through one of her religious transformations. Like, you know, she is currently rejecting Jesus. So uh, the bomber jacket went in the fire along with me Daniel O'Donnell albums. Like, you know, he got a nice hairstyle, Daniel, you know. Well, at least before he started parting it, you know, to indicate which way was left and right <laughs> to help him find the bookies, you know. Well, thank you very much, uh, Peter, for answering some of our questions. That's great. No problem, Bob. That was lovely. So it was nice to do that, that wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Loft dogs. I'm intrigued to know more about loft dogs. Is there a documentary about loft dogs well, that I could hunt down on Netflix? Maybe? I'm fifty-fifty on it. Do you not think they exist? No, I'm fifty-fifty. Is it like prairie dogs? Is like, are they real or not? They're, they're they're just dogs that when they've de- de- they died they haunt the the loft. It's just like looking dog down heaven. At- they don't oh, go on in heaven, they just go up to the loft and yeah. around in there. Well, uh, they're very hard to disprove, Andrew. They're also very hard to prove. Be yeah. 50-50. 50-50, yeah. You know, it was Easter. Andrew. Yeah. Did, what did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? What did just, you, I didn't make much use of it. It was nice really. and sunny and that and that. I, sat, I, went, I went to the beach. I went to the beach because me kid uh, went to the arcades with his mates. Yeah. And I just hung around. I dropped him off then I had to pick him up later on so I just hung around Hanging. wandered about on my own at the beach like some kind of lonely twat really yeah. um, there was that, a fella there picking pebbles up and having a look at them and I thought yeah. I'm just one step away from being here I know I ain't the sound of that like <laughs> the, um, I bet you enhanced the, the beauty and the aesthetic of the beach wandering around I had my shorts on if oh, that's what you mean God help him yeah. so what, what I did thought, you do? well I I, um, I went to Ludlow is that a real place? Yeah, in Herefordshire. Is it coastal? No, it's um, like, you know, like landlocked. Like strawberry right. picking. Well, no, there's a place there, um, Ludlow Castle. Mm-hmm. is like, I say, my ancestral home because it was Lord Mortimer. All right. Who owned it, so I thought I'd, I'd Do you take just pictures. go there and wander around and give talks to anybody <laughs> that's hanging about? And no, but them. I'll tell you what I did see. What did you see? Um, I've, I've heard of, have you ever seen these big pialas that people make? <laughs> Do you know in, in, a great, pans. in a great big massive I've seen them, yeah. I've been to Spain. Oh, I'd never seen one before. And he well, was, they had them in Ludlow. He had a, at a the little castle. market outside the castle. And um, he was just starting it off. Mm-hmm. There's like a burner under it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's massive, Andy, like mm-hmm. about three foot diameter yeah, or something. I've seen them. And it wasn't ready, but I really fancied it. You don't get the whole thing, you know, you just get a bit of it. I know, I'm not. But he didn't have to put a lot of prawn, you know. Yeah. It looked good. And so. I went into Ludlow Castle, 
and he said it would be 50 minutes it would be ready. So I thought, right. well, a lot, but there you go, 50 minutes, big pan, in it? Yeah. And I went in there. I always get um, want to get a snow globe when I visit course, these yeah. places. Is the Do castle you know? inside the snow globe a smaller version of the castle? It's exactly where it is. Ludlow Castle Just in winter. The little tower from... Uh, but when, And I was in the gift shop, and Paella's out there, Yeah. right? I'm in gift shop. Right. I've got snow globe. Yeah. Yeah, and no one's serving. Right. Oh, you didn't, did you? <laughs> I don't know whether I should say. I wouldn't say. Even this is a sub- sub- subscriber-only episode, so it's kind of well, ring-fenced, I, but, I, you know, word could spread. There's, one of our listeners is bound to be a grass. <laughs> well, I put it in my pocket. Did you? And as soon as I put it in my pocket, a bloke appeared, right? <laughs> and he had a really powerful fungal, fungal spray. Right. There's fungus in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anti-fungus. Or, or it had fungus in it. I, I, it just said fungal on it, right? <laughs> and he um, he says, Take your pants off or I'll bless you with this fungal spray. <laughs> well, what am I meant to, to do, Andy? Because <laughs> do it. a fungus, it could cause... It could get in me rolls in me fat and yeah. get I could get thrush or yeah. whatever crest growth in there. <laughs> so I said, "Oh, what are you, what are you, what are you doing this for, mate?" I'm so I'll pay for the globe. He says, "I'm a fucking gangbanger, mate. It's in my blood." I thought, "Oh God, no!" So he says, "Thrust that snow globe into your anus whilst you read this leaflet on the castle's history." <laughs> so obviously, I shake it first. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's nice, um, and. It's, Sorry, I've got that wrong. Thrust the snow globe into your anus whilst you read this leaflet on the castle's history. So I said, do I shake it first? (laughs) He says, sorry, and he says, (laughs) and shake it first. I said, what, the globe on my ass?" He says, the globe, you clonker. What do you think I work for? The globe, you clonker. What do you think I work for? Pronto fucking print. So I shake the globe, and it does look very pretty, Andy. And so I get down on my haunches to sit on it, yeah? yeah. Suddenly, bang, he goes down on the um, on the deck, yeah? Oh. And I look up, and the first thing I see is a big fucking spoon, right? It's oh. the bloke from the paella yes. store, wondering where I am. Yeah. Because I'd promised to go 50 back. 50 minutes. I said, oh, thanks, mate. Shit, come on, let's get some of that paella. So, and uh, that's the end of that, really. But guess what? <clears throat> what? I got away with the snow globe. Did you? Yeah. Did you get some paella as well? Yeah, it was beautiful. Was it? Good. Because yeah, I was beautiful. worried. You know, you were talking about 50 minutes being a long time, but I thought if you'd gone back earlier and got some with the state your arse is in, that could have been a recipe for disaster, <laughs> couldn't it? Did you think it was a bit like that Batman film where the Joker puts a pencil through someone's hand that story I was thinking that a bit as like you that, were telling it? it yeah and also congratulations because I had no idea where that was going until the South African turned up <laughs> so I want to congratulate you on that Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I've got some questions for me, kids, for you. Oh, God. <clears throat> Bob, when you go back to Middlesbrough on occasion, do they treat you as a god because you can walk upright and use consonants in the right place most of the time? Um... Do you know they kind of they kind of do yeah, yeah. They, they they like it's like something from Game of Thrones something exotic Game of Thrones I need Barreling I need subtitles when I'm up there yeah, yeah. do I go like Bob I'm your fucking known like you've been a good time like you and I do subtitles I'm doing fine thank you Frank <laughs> when you visit Millsbridge the elders gather round you and groom you picking ticks out of what's left of your hair <laughs> there ain't no ticks in my hair man as if they're going here. Just asking. Yeah, the well, kids are just asking. <laughs> uh, where you go to Millsborough, do you avoid wearing brightly coloured clothing so you won't stand out or trigger some kind of collective mania in the back streets? No, I wear very brightly coloured uh, clothing so to they attract know that attention. You're different. Yeah, that I'm different and that exactly. I should be approached with caution. Right, thank you very much for those answers. They're very good. Do you want a Scottish tale? Oh, please. It was late summer in 1963 and the day that the present laird was to be ceremonially indicted into office as the ruler of the Isle. Young Bernie McAllister was appointed to be the carrier of the ceremonial sword and charged with ensuring its blade was as sharp as a razor for the cutting of the seal on the Drachmarney scroll. Bernie suffered from cucumber yarn an unusual condition that caused the patient to yearn the taste of fresh raw cucumber above anything else, including love, money and laughter. It had left him a sad and miserable laddie, for there were no cucumbers on the island due to their tendency to induce gaiety and innuendo. Two days before the ceremony, as he sat on his bed sharpening the sword with a pumice stone, his cucumber craving took a turn to the extreme and he decided that he must, whatever the cost, get his hand on a mainland cucumber. That night he made a flotation device from polystyrene oil barrels and an empty bottle of oat water. A broom and a flipper sufficed as an oar. By the break of morning he emerged on the beach and made his way to the central shopping area. First stop was Marks and Spencer's. Full of foods and trinkets and materials that he could never previously imagined existed. Then he saw them. Cucumbers large, cucumbers small, cucumbers straight, cucumbers bent like the curve of an Essex eyebrow. He gathered one of each variety, his mouth watering and his heart beating as loud as a dung beetle's shame. All he needed was a knife to remove the better skin. 
The bright, seductive purple awnings of Costa Coffee drew him in like a cushioned Todd bucket, and he took a corner seat away from the hustle and the bustle. As the seat taken, said a young lassie in a parka coat, holding a plate of mints and toast. Notice free and suggestive of much comfort, replied Barney. She removed her coat, revealing a tight T-shirt with the slogan Keep Calm and Marry John, written over a picture of John Stapleton, the broadcaster. It was immediately apparent to Bernie that she had plenty of tit to spare, with an avalanche in reserve should your sightline be restricted. He felt his personal pipe twitch against his zipper, and in a fluster he blurted, Would you help me with my cucumber, lassie? I'm gasping for some relief here. Well, as the laird had warned, the cucumber is a dangerous fruit, and thinking that Archie was referring to his Roger de Courcy, the lassie insisted that a local constable arrest him. He was soon collected from the jail by the laird's henchman and returned to the island. On the day of the ceremony, the sword was not used to break the seal on the scroll, but instead to remove the head of young Bernie. But it was not the severing of his head that killed him. No, it was his first glance of the executioner, for he had the face of Frank Ribery, <laughs> the face of Frank Ribery, the face of Frank Ribery. Ah, oh, oh, there you beautiful go. Beautiful evocative stuff. Athletical parsnips, athletical parsnips, athletical parsnips, one, two, three. Athletical parsnips, athletical parsnips, athletical parsnips with Andy and me. Thank you. <laughs> Wouldn't expect that. Having any problems recycling-wise at all, Andy, or enjoying your recycling, or um, do you not want to discuss it with recycling, me? Recycling, uh, I've, I've got a, an ethos, if you like. Go on, then. Um, I'll put anything in that I think deserves another go. All right, It doesn't all. have to be paper or cardboard or glass. It's anything I think deserves a second chance. You, you know you're always nicking your toys off the kids. So that you can pretend that there's a bogeyman. Yeah. What, so what? Where would you put like one of the those cheap nylon pink teddy bears that you buy for your Recycling. kids? Recycling. But what would you put it in paper? I just chuck it in the big bit. How many bits? How many compartments has your recycling bin got? I've got, I've got one, two. I've got one big green bin for any old nonsense. Yeah. Right. This isn't recycling. This is standard. That, that's me bin. Yeah. Peelings. No, they'd go in a brown bin. I've got a brown bin for like. You oh, know, I, can only put, I can only put grass and grass cuttings in my brown bin. Oh, I can put out. You can put food stuffs in yours. I could put insect anything that's like I always think from nature. You know what I mean? I could put in yeah. dead birds, <laughs> acorns. You know, like eggshells. Yeah, I yeah. could put all that stuff. And then I've got a low right. um, box that you put in paper, yeah. cardboard, and then a low box, equally low green right. box that you can put in glass. Do these boxes have lids on? No. Wow. We no. used to have them. Now we've got a full-size bin with a lid on. What yeah. happens if it rains? Your paper all turns to mush. It all turns. It makes their job more difficult, doesn't well, it? That's stupid, isn't it? I thought it you is. Southerners are supposed to be on the ball with this sort of thing. What do you mean? What, Southern, Southerners equals expertise at waste well, disposal? Well, you reckon it does. You all seem to think it does, but I don't think it does. First function in waste disposal centre, what do they call them? You yeah. know, they've got a big chimney in that, haven't they? Yeah. That was in Middlesbrough, so and we're all very proud of that. That's the north, though. 
But that's what I'm saying. The north, yeah. northerns where the expertise on yeah, recycling. Yeah, I'm just saying the southerners reckon they know what they're talking oh, about. Oh, you, I, I didn't hear well, you I've say got a, reckon. I've got a blue bin and it's got a paper compartment in the top, and then the rest of it all goes in cardboard, glass, dead birds, eggshells, um, bottles, yeah, cans. <clears throat> okay. Adrian, yeah, was kind enough, and his mate the waiter, yeah, to. Um, Answer some viewers' viewers' questions viewers. for us, yeah, yeah boys and girls, yeah. Um, so we can play that, can we? Yeah, let's hear that. Yeah, I've got some questions for you that have been posted to the restaurant. Adrian, what is your favourite fucking side dish? Oh fuck, fuck, that's not fucking easy. I love all meaty side plates. Don't fuck about Adrian, just chose one. Fuck off. Oh, you fuck off. Well, in that case, would have to be Moroccan donkey lard, 48 hour filtered through a mesh of mutton chippings. Oh, that's got my juices running like the hot tap at the Doner Kebab van. Does your St. Bernard suffer permanently from the quickly shits? <laughs> the short answer is yes. Largely due to its love of all gravies. It's not a problem, though, because as soon as I see a drip, <coughs> I toss him outside onto the hard standing where I have an outdoor hose to wash away the quickness into the curbside. Question here from Richard Sheehan. What does Adrian think of spam and corned beef? Oh, there's no answer there. <laughs> This has been written badly. I'll move on. A question from Jenny McAllister. Oh, who complains Jenny. that her boyfriend's meat cooking is tarnished as soft furnishings with its meat vapours. She loves him, but is it fucking worth it? Oh, she's captured a prince there. Sounds like heaven. She needs to embrace his meaty heroics. She should hang their bedding above the cooker when he's frying liver or rendering fat. You never get a better night's sleep than when you're trapped in a tent of meaty smog. Lucky, lucky lass. Oh, what do you think of spam and corned beef just off the top of your head? Oh, I d it's trapped meat. It's trapped meat that makes it sweaty. Yeah. That makes the juices congeal. Yeah. That makes it perfect for a salad. Would you recycle the tin or just lick it out? <laughs> I just, oh, I just lick it out and then use it. Use it to pick up any of the drips from me Saint Bernard. Thank you. Thank you for your input. Thank you. Barry, Barry O'Mona. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sent me in a, um, well, you'll hear. It's terrific, as <laughs> always, and you know how much I enjoy listening to the Mandrew. Yeah, yeah. So, here goes. Yup, 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 the Macarena. Yup, 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 yup. Come on, let's do this. Let's go. Welcome to the first ever Barry C. Homeowner audio blog and fantasy realization experience. A motivational medium where my inspiration and insight can upsurge your business successor Rooney. To know me is to experience pure love. To hear me is to eradicate your backwards thinking. <coughs> when someone tells me no, it doesn't mean I can't do it. It just means I can't do it with them. I had this problem with Darren from Lettings. I just went to the Bowplex on my own. Build your own dreams, or someone will hire you to build them. 
the other day I replaced a button on my Team Audi duvet cover which had come off due to my night scrutting and fidget spasms slept like a horse. I won't let you down. I'll just take you up, up, up. Up into the business sky. You'll feel, feel like you're making love. Making love to Thomas the Tank Engine. If everything seems under control, you're not going fast enough. If you're in your comfort zone, then your life is on hold. Ping an email to Audi about your service schedule. Research trends. Make visible changes. A pink tie equates to finely tuned muscle memory. A red sock to the ability to throw great distances over arm. Yup, 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 yup. I won't let you down. I'll just take you up, up, up. Up into the business sky. And you will feel... Feel like you're making love Making love in a dark grey Skoda Don't wait for an opportunity, create one Pop a banana in a lady's handbag at a sales conference I went to see Avengers Endgame And left a banana on my seat You never know who might have picked it up The key to success is to focus on goals, not obstacles Bring your outdoor space indoors by propping the back door open with a rubber wedge. Don't have an espresso for your camper choo-choo? Buy one. Don't have a Nutribullet for your smoother unis? Buy one. Don't have a girlfriend? Then read about them. I won't let you down. I'll just take you up, up, up. Up into the business sky. And you'll feel... You'll feel like you're making love Making love in a coach full of turtles Turtles Barry C. Homeowner Oh, wow So that's Barry's in it, I'm starting to warm to Barry Homeowner now You kidding me? I'm starting to warm to him, yeah, I am I'm the secret soccer superstar and you've got no idea who I am. It's the end of the football season now and usually what happens in football is the manager takes the players away on a holiday as a thank you. Usually it's somewhere really nice like Crete or Menorca and the bare minimum you get is a centre parks but in a hot foreign land. One year though, I was playing for a top, top team and would only finish 16th in the league and would got knocked out of both the cups by a couple of little teams. So at the end of the season, the manager took us all to Pontons for a week where they made Heidi High. I can't even remember where it was because it was shit. The manager forced us to do all the camp activities each day, like water polo and ballroom dancing, and we only got one day trip out. That was to a local factory where they made jumpers and cardigans. It turned out one of the lads, not me, was allergic to wool, and he ended up lying down in the car park with sick on his trousers, and he'd bought the trousers specially for the holiday, and we didn't even get a free jumper or cardigan at the end. That night, 
Loads of the players were ringing their agents, trying to get rescued. But we didn't know where we were, because the manager had confiscated all our phones, and he'd even took our maps off us. It sort of worked, though. The next season, we finished 14th in the league, and we got to have a week at Alton Towers. I'm the secret soccer superstar. Ta-ra! See you around sometime, Andrew. Yeah, do whatever. Ta-ra! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.